Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 134 in Edmonton, Bob Stoffer, Nice District, 8th floor. Up here in the press box at Rogers Place. Edmonton Oilers and the New Jersey Devils tomorrow. The Edmonton Oil Kings are in Lethbridge tomorrow. And then Saturday night, they host the Calgary Hitmen. It's going to be a, a fun night, Star Wars night. We'll get to Daniel Troiani momentarily on that front. Do you want to tell you, Royal Pizza, Pizza Pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 50 years for menus. And a list of their 14 Edmonton and area locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Royal Pizza, where the Stoffer recommendation is the Mediterranean chicken. Pleased to be joined on the line by Edmonton Oil Kings Director of Business Operations, Daniel Troiani. Daniel, how are you? Daniel, you there? Just working on uh, lining Daniel up. Hmm. Okay. A little bit of an update on John Klingberg as well. Hearing that the Dallas Stars defenseman is actually an upper body injury. Got hit in the neck by the puck. It was originally uh, misreported, I guess, out of uh, uh, Dallas. Uh, Angie, just give me the uh, goods to go when we've got uh, Daniel lined up. In the meantime, we're going to go into our Ashley Fine Floors text line. You can text us anytime at 630-630. This text comes in out of Calgary. I know when hope is lost, when I begin to care more about the Flames' losses than the Oilers' victory, it usually happens in mid-December, says, or sorry, mid-November, says this texter out of Calgary, because the writing is on the wall and clear by then. However, because of the good start this year, I was hoping I could stay interested in the Oilers for an extra month. 500 at Christmas was going to be what I was going to cling to, but that is going to be unlikely. Uh, the texter goes on to say, Nugent Hopkins simply has not had the impact on wins or losses uh, and it does not know and have no clue as to how to uh, get the puck directed to the net. Combine that with below average speed from 55% of the forwards and the truth is coming through on the Oilers. Well, there you go. And we get a text out of Lloyd Minster that just says, Oilers suck. See, I, I, first of all, I know a lot of people in Lloyd, and, and many of them have much more original perspectives on the team than to say Oilers suck. But thank you for your wonderful and enlightening text. Uh, 137. All right, let's bring aboard Daniel Troiani. Hi, Daniel. How are you? Great stuff. How are you doing? Good. All right, so uh, we got the Oilers tomorrow night. Taylor Hall coming back into town at the New Jersey Devils. Your team, the Edmonton Oil Kings, who are third-ranked in the country, coming off a tough loss, we may add. Uh, down a pretty good defenseman right now, Connor McDonald, who's out, but uh, uh, and Dylan Gunther. By the way, Craig Button just put out his uh, pre-rankings for the 2021 draft, and Gunther's ranked ninth for next year's uh, NHL draft. And I think he'll end up going higher once he gets a little bit more top six time with your team. Anyways, you're down a couple of your better players. You got uh, P.A. Ticketia 6-3 the other night. 
You go to Lethbridge Friday and Saturday night, and I'd be here if I wasn't on the plane with the Oilers going to Anaheim. It's Star Wars night. This is one of your big events of the year, isn't it? It is one of our bigger games. Um, it, it's our third year doing it, it, it and it's it served it pretty well. It, we'll have 30 characters walking the concourse, so it's always fun for the fans. Uh, we're going to have a lightsaber showdown stop, which I know you'll uh, you'll miss as, a, as an avid Star Wars fan. I believe your, your son is. Yeah. Um, so we'll have that for the first time taking place during the game. And we released our jerseys yesterday. The reaction to them has been uh, been pretty good, pretty strong. And players are happy. We'll be auctioning those off after the game for a local charity. So it's gonna, it, it serves us well. It's always been a good one for the fans. So maybe help educate our listeners here sort of how you guys target specific nights and then, you know, try to get anywhere from, I don't know, seven to 12,000 people in the building for those games. Uh, because, you know, it's a little bit, even though it's a terrific matchup between Prince Albert and Edmonton, that's a, you know, that's a Tuesday night game in early November in, in minus 10 or 11 degree weather. So you do have to kind of focus on individual games, don't you? We do. And, and junior hockey is, is a, a little bit different. It's more about the family experience. There are a lot of fans, of course, that are coming to watch uh, certain teams. And I mean, that was a rematch of the Eastern Conference Finals, which was a, a great series last year. And Prince Albert's a good team. Obviously, once again, uh, they beat us pretty pretty well the other uh, the other night. But weekends are, are always a huge driver in this business. I think you see even with uh, you know the NLL is they have all their games on weekends for a certain reason. And um, you know in, in the WHL and across the CHL, weekends are our biggest drivers. And for uh, us in, in Star Wars night that started um, two years ago, of course, this being our third season. Um, you know, you, you take a little bit of time in the off season to do some research and and you know discover what best practices are out there. And Lucasfilm is actually a, a super easy group to work with. Uh, a little bit of paperwork, but um, you know, as long as everything's tied back to a charity, which uh, which of course we do have that evening. Um, you know, it, it's a pretty smooth process. And uh, again, it marries itself well. We put on a Saturday night against Calgary and. Uh, it's funny, we played the Calgary Hitman four times at home this year and uh, for two of our theme games, obviously Star Wars, and then in a month today is our annual Teddy Bear Toss game. And, uh, you know, of course, we'll have a specialty jersey rolling out later for that one as well. But for this Saturday, it's going to be a great event on the arena. Daniel Troiani, who's uh, the Director of Business Operations for the Evans Oil Kings. Daniel, uh, what's our crowd? Like, would you be, uh, you know, how are, how are pre-sales going? What's realistic in terms of the attendance for Saturday? Uh, we should be around uh, the low to mid sixes, which is a pretty normal trend for us at this time of the year. Uh, you know, and, and the one difficult thing that uh, will always be to project is, of course, of different external factors uh, with weather related at this time of the year. Sure. But I mean, we're, we're trending in a pretty consistent direction with where we've been. And um, I mean, as you continue to do events, you, you build a pretty strong following. And last year we did this on Family Day, which is always a good draw for us in the afternoon. But, I mean, we're in a comfortable range, and uh, I know as the season continues, we've led the WHL in attendance for three consecutive years. Um, so, you know, we're, we're, we're in pretty good shape as an organization. You mentioned the fact that, uh, you know, you've got Star Wars night taking place Saturday night here at Rogers Way. Something specific with R2-D2, by the way? Yeah, yeah. Our jersey's uh, modeled after R2-D2, and uh, last year was Darth Vader. Uh, we, you know, we, we tried to take one of the characters, uh, you know, for anyone that remembers our Teddy Bear Toss series last year, we had that whole fur look to it. So going with the Chewbacca look might have been a little, uh, you know, a bit of an overlap between the two events. So, I mean, and, and the colors actually work really well for our branding. It has that uh, that really nice blue and white and, and gray scheme to it. So it pops pretty well with our crown logo. And, um, 
you know, at the end of the day, we just hope the fans like them. We know the players like them. We hope the fans like them, and uh, they'll be available for silent auction on the concourse with all the net proceeds going to a local partner. And, again, it, it serves itself well for us every year. And we just hope uh, – I mean, today we also hope we get two points. We hope we get a good crowd. We hope it's a fun game. We've got some exciting things to take place during the game. And again, with 30 characters walking the concourse and um, definitely hope we can get two points. Calgary's a, a good opponent. It'll be a tough game. All right. Well, you know, you, you were 10-0 and 2 before that game against Prince Albert on uh, yeah. Tuesday night. So it'll be intrigued to see how it uh, ends up uh, taking place on Saturday. Best of luck with the event, Daniel. Absolutely. Thanks, Soft. Take care. You bet. It is 1:42 uh, in Edmonton. You can text us at 6:30, 6:30. Uh, this texter says Bob Lloydminster sucks. Well, no, it it doesn't suck, but the texter from Lloydminster texting to say that the orders suck, and that's all he said. Um, this text comes in saying, Bob, what are your thoughts about the defense not being able to get pucks through to the net? I love cleft bomb, but wow, all he hits is shin pads. Well, there's an art to it. Like, uh, Matt Benning gets a lot of pucks through to the goal, and Ethan Bear's got a decent slide step and seems to be able to get pucks uh, through to the net as well. Um, here we go. Out of Edmonton, a texter is on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, I'd also like to add uh, that when I suggested Joel, getting Joel Person back to line up quickly a few days ago, I wasn't considering the upcoming opposition. I'm glad Tippett went with Manning last night. Now, would you go back to Manning or Person for the next game? I'd play Joel Person tomorrow night against New Jersey. New Jersey can skate. They're quick, and I think the orders need to be able to transition the puck. So, there you go. Uh, lots more text coming in. I think we're going to be able to get to you some of the audio today from Dave Tippett, which uh, just wrapped up practice. George has texted the show to say, Bob, sorry if you've addressed this. Do you think the Edmonton Oilers would be interested in Jason Spezza as a third-line center? Uh, I, I don't know. I would say probably not. Hey, Bob, uh, I love Yurko's, Yurcho's skill, but the penalty he took last night just about sums it up, right? The moment it happened, I thought that's it for him. Well, you weren't the only one that was thinking he might be in a little bit of trouble here. The margin was there. Again, you can text us at 630, 630. Another text comes in saying, Bob, the Oilers out of Calgary are embarrassingly bad at faceoffs. I can't believe guys like Nuge and McDavid with the skills they have. Uh... Where did the t- there it is. Uh, the skill set they have can't consistently win face-offs after being in the league as long as they have. Last time I remember Edmonton being really good in face-offs was 06. Horkoff stole Pekka and Rem Murray. Well, the Yoders were good in face-offs back in 2006. Uh, Mike Pekka was exceptional at it. Stoll became a very good face-off man with L.A. Horkoff was pretty good, and Rem Murray... Let's not forget, Edmonton was actually trying to get Dean McCammon and then had to kind of settle for Rem Murray, who got kind of his last look in the NHL on a consistent basis with the Oilers during that 2006 Stanley Cup run. 145, we're going to step out. Uh, time permitting, we're going to get you some audio courtesy of uh, Reed Wilkins from Dave Tippett as well. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 148 in Edmonton. Hey, can make sure you go down and see the gang at Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin, including Uncle Milt. 
You can get a no-charge winter performance package on most cars, trucks, and SUVs, plus 0% financing on Ford F-150s and select SUVs. Brent Ridge is an eight-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. Call 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. Again, uh, Uncle Milt, Johnny, Rich, the gang there. They, apparently they got like a Calgary Flames fan working there. Is that allowed? I don't know. We'll have to find out at a later time. To this day in Oilers history, it is brought to you by New West Travel. Join Oilers now. Two great road trips, second half of the season, Chicago and Florida. Both packages include great game tickets. Call New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. On this day, 2006, it was a rough one. The Oilers rolled into Montreal. They beat the Canadians 3-2 in a shootout. Dwayne Rolston, 34 saves at the Bell Centre. Brad Winchester uh, and Peter Sikora got the goals for the Oilers. That's right, Sicky coming through. If I recall correctly, Winchester drilled somebody, and Sheldon Surrey ended up jumping him. Uh, three fights during the course of that game. All right, as promised, we're going to get to, to some Oilers having practice today, changing the lines a bit, making some moves. McDavid with Drysaddle and Cassie and Arnage with Neil and Chase on. Riley Sheen and Josh Archibald on the line with Jujar Kara on a day in which Tomas Yurcho was sent to the minors, or sorry, uh, put on waivers and sent to the minors was Colby Cave. Here's uh, Dave Tippett with a bit of an overview on the start to the season. You're 17 games in, and you have some players that don't have the number they would like in the goal column. You know, we're talking about it. Fans are talking about it. Is there a point as a coach where, I mean, I know you have goals you want to achieve, but do you back off because you don't want it to get too heavy on them? I'm just wondering the psychology of that. Uh, you keep coaching them. Keep coaching them, and some you, uh, every player is different. Some you got to prod a little bit, and some you got to tell them, they're doing some good things, but you got to just keep doing it, and it'll come. You know, so every play, every player is different. We, you know, we chart a lot of different things that can help players, or and it can help them in a good way or in a reality way, where they might think they're playing good and they're not playing as good as they think, and then other guys that that uh, are down on themselves, but they are actually creating some stuff that. If they stay with it, it's just a matter of time before hopefully they start going in. So every player is different. What are you seeing from Nuge's game five on five? He says, I'm getting shots, but he's usually, a, it's most of his points, three quarters of his points the last five years, five on five, but not much this year. Yeah, he's, uh, you know, he's had some opportunities again, like we chart a lot of that stuff and he's, he's around some opportunities, but not much going in. Not much going in for him, and then not much going in other than Neeler a little bit early. But he's he's been quiet here, so not not much from the wingers either. So when you're not scoring and your wingers aren't scoring, nobody's scoring. <laughs> That's kind of where we're at. Well, you know? uh, you're going to every game probably thinking you know you opposing coach going against star players, and you you look at McDavid and Drysdale if he can stop them. We're going to win the game because we're looking at the other guys in the roster and they're not getting points. So, comment yeah. on on the second line then on, on a lot of nights saying hey, it, it would certainly get help. One goal. Yeah, just and sometimes you're not even. Sometimes you might not even score, but you got to be dangerous. You got the other team's got to know you're in the game, and that's where that second line needs to have a bigger impact on the game. And like I say, you might not get the results you want, but you have to have 
the other team has to say, hey, that line was good out there tonight, or we need a different matchup against that line because they're they're playing in the offensive zone a lot. So we haven't had enough of that. It's a good point by you to say to recognize that we need more of that. I would agree with you. Uh, and, the, and the player movements today, Yurchko just had a really good camp, but yeah, really, really good, and uh, just couldn't translate in here. So he'll go down. Hopefully, he can get some confidence down there, and and next time he gets an opportunity, bring some of that up here. Uh, Kobe came up and played real, real well. Like he he played strong, but we got Sheehan back uh, um, ready to go and Archibald ready to go. So we're. Uh, uh, we'll see, but, but Kaber, Kaber uh, you know, he came up and was down a little bit. When I, when I chatted with him, he was interesting. He was putting a lot of pressure on himself coming out of camp to make the team, and I think that was affecting his play. And so he was down a little bit. He came back with a smile on his face and some confidence from playing a few games in the American League and really played well. But we're in a bit of a numbers crunch here with uh, Archibald coming back on, and Nygaard is real close, so... Uh, we had to make some space. Dave, with Archibald and Shan coming back, those are two veteran NHL guys. Just what kind of boost do they give that bottom six? And then having them back with Jujar, what's reasonable in terms of expectation from that line, which looked really good in the preseason? Well, they looked good in preseason, and there were some games early. When, you know, we've been chasing some games here lately. I told the players today, we're chasing some games. It just seems like I'm like some of the tinkering we're doing to try to find something in a game that we're uh, you know we're behind in or you're just you're just trying to maximize players so you get tinkering and today we wanted to just kind of stabilize and we get those you know those stabilizing veterans in your lineup both of them come in that line like you say was a good solid line for us early in the year so we went back to them we left the big line together and we're hoping that Nuge and Neil and, and Chase on they all have a resume that say they can put some points on the board now we need that to happen and then uh, then our other line you got you got a couple penalty killers there and, and Haas who's actually you know his game's been not bad lately you know so trying to stabilize and just see where it goes. That's Dave Tippett from earlier today. Oilers and the Devils tomorrow. Let's get to some quick texts on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, Star Wars night sounds fun. What about Dolly Parton night from Jason in Sangudo? And uh, this text from Oilers GM, Bob, the Flames fan at Brent Ridge Ford is Chris. And I told him Flames fans are irrelevant. And that's why Stoffer forgot your name. Well, there we go. I... It's all about perspective, I guess. Uh, we'll be back at her tomorrow. Our guests will include, for the River Cree Resort and Casino, Elliot Friedman, and for the horses and horse racing in Alberta, Mark Spector. We'll have a full preview of Edmonton and New Jersey. Coming up tonight, Inside Sports, Reed Wilkins from 6 until 8 p.m. Special thanks to uh, Angie Quinnell for uh, helping us out here along with Brendan Escott. And uh, up next, the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Chet Afternoons with Jayla and I. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chet. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.